I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which I create today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Unintentionally, offline became a therapy of sorts. Me unwedding myself from the quote-unquote digital pioneer character I was playing. She was no longer serving me and I was trying to figure out how to put the car in reverse without disappointing myself, my boss, my team, and anyone I'd convinced myself would care. Spoiler alert, no one cares. With that context, I also try and use offline as a platform to facilitate conversations about new and different versions of success. Healthy babies, better friendships, stronger relationships, a social life. And even having the mental bandwidth to be present in our everyday moments feels like success to me. Right now, the measure feels like an impressive Instagram bio, email signature and more followers. And I just feel like it has to change. Maybe you relate to that, maybe you don't. I guess it is at this point you'll decide if offline is for you or not. I'm learning fast that we can't be everything to everyone, but we can make a difference to the lives of some. So why the manifesto? I don't know, really. Okay, that's a lie. (laughs) I do know. I guess my ego wants you to intimately understand my intention with offline. I want you to know that in my own small way, I'm trying to evolve this high-pressure narrative a good portion of young women have subscribed to. Some days I actually feel ashamed I willingly contributed to it. I climbed the ladder, won the awards, and using platforms like Instagram, I made it look easy and glamorous. The truth is it was neither of those things, and when I got the title... And I guess the status that society programmed me to want, I was tired and I was hungry and I was unhappy. So I'm here and I'm trying to course correct. Dearest you... Welcome to Season 7 of Offline, the podcast. What you just heard was an excerpt from Season 1's finale episode. I remember feeling compelled to speak directly to you, to share my intention for this podcast, and I guess also define my why. I called it my manifesto. Now here we are. Six seasons later and nearly 100 episodes in, and the desire to speak directly to you has bubbled up to the surface once again. This podcast is evolving to better meet your needs, our needs. But to understand where we're going, we need to first acknowledge how far we've come. When I launched offline in September 2018, I didn't let myself dream it would be more than one season and certainly not more than a podcast. Truly, it was a creative bridge that softened the rough and tumble nature of leaving what I always thought was my dream job in search of something that felt more true. And then you arrived in my life, dearest you, and we became us and offline became ours. 
we became a community of people connected by a common interest, to make contact with our true self. As you heard in that excerpt, back in 2018, evolving beyond the lady boss narrative we'd all been fed felt edgy. Many of us were either climbing the ladder or getting ready to, and we were also often behaving in ways that didn't really come naturally to us. We weren't bringing our individual energies to the workplace. Instead, and I think I was probably the worst for this, many of us were wearing the energy of this character that had been marketed to us. Lady boss, girl boss, she-e-o. Whatever you want to call it, the bottom line is that success had become a bit of a personal brand. And I think without realizing it, we kind of became our own marketing campaign. Like it was all about power heels in the boardroom and doing and having it all. And let's not forget the hustle, front hustling and side hustling. And (laughs) I felt like we always had to be hustling or else what, we were failing? And I think many of us also felt a sense of responsibility to the women who had come before us, who had fought so hard for us and our futures and, you know, what would all of that have been for if we weren't prepared to lean in? It makes my body tense up saying it out loud. But it was this hustle energy that had us all competing. The problem was the competition was created by a power structure that never really intended on making room for all of us. The people which, you know, mainly men, who set the bar for success, they could never and would never relate to us. In order to retain power and the agenda, The model ensured that there were limited places at the top for women and, sadly, every other underrepresented group. And the only example we had from those who came before us was to fight our way to the top, just like they had to. It was this, you know, take no prisoners and have no mercy and act like a man and think like a man. And our emotions weren't welcome and... Honestly, it's no wonder we felt like imposters. So that was then. Fast forward three years, and what I'm observing and experiencing myself is we have wholly moved on from that story. We've been doing our work, and frankly, we've reclaimed our ambition. We don't desire power because we already feel powerful, or at the very least, I think we're starting to see our potential to feel that way. I will also add here that the other realisation that comes with this type of self-work is that we're beginning to understand true equality isn't actually about gender. This sort of corporate narrative that pins women against men in the workplace, because when we begin to explore our essence, we begin to understand that the change we need to see is less about what gender we do or don't identify as, and it's more about our individual state of consciousness. How aware are we? And how could an even more refined state become a compass for 
dismantling all the structures that ask us to categorize ourselves and to compete. Like, what could become possible when a majority of the people in positions of power start making decisions from the seat of true self and what is most evolutionary for the world? Who would they act in allyship for? Who would they ensure had a seat and a voice? And what kind of agenda would they set? I think for this community, success hasn't looked traditional for some time now. And I think we all know what I've never explicitly said. We don't tune in to offline to learn how to lean in and hustle. We're not interested in smashing through the glass ceiling. Instead, we tune in to learn how to lean the fuck out. (laughs) To learn how to give ourselves permission to slow down. And rather than focusing on that glass ceiling, we choose to turn our awareness to the quality of our own roof. And what a roof it is. Soft but durable. Textured and layered. It changes with the seasons and yeah, sometimes it needs mending. And I think maybe that's what I'm doing here in this evolved manifesto. I'm tending to our roof. This podcast began as honest conversations about true self with the women we love to follow on Instagram. When they shared their stories, we heard our own. We began to relate with these really powerful influencers who have these incredibly public lives, but in private, are actually dealing with all the same things we are. And so with the support of the community behind us, we started to do our work. Enter the teachers who help us on our way in season three. It was around this time that I also started to teach again myself. I was getting these really thoughtful DMs from you, asking for my time to help you think about things and not just any things, career and business and leadership things. And so I met that need with a personal coaching offering that existed to help you create, lead and succeed consciously. Dearest you... You bloody booked me out (laughs) and how wonderful it felt to finally be able to use my gifts and skills in a way that felt aligned to my values and also the evolution of us. I actually had a look back before recording this and in the two years I was coaching, I did exactly 222 sessions. What an honor. What ended up becoming my specialty won't surprise you. I've coached a lot of people out of the jobs they'd hustled so hard to get and into a career or a business that aligns with their true self. I've helped people find professions that allow them to use their gifts and skills in a way that better serves their evolution and the evolution of all things. And it was actually those potent personal sessions that led me to share some exciting news to open season five the launch of self-study. As you might know, it's a series of online courses and learning opportunities dedicated to the next generation of conscious professionals, leaders, and founders. Us. I was able to put my methodology for what I call true self-success down into a two-hour course, and I was able to help more people than ever before. 
All the while, this podcast plodded along. The only thing was, I knew deep down that it wasn't totally aligned with the rest of Offline and where the brand was heading. So you can probably see where I'm going with this now. All of this looking back and talking forward, it's all to say that things are about to get very clear around here. Offline the podcast will always be honest conversations with the people we follow and the teachers who help us on our way. But instead of talking to my guests about all things, we're going to go deep on one thing, true self success. If you've studied my first course, you'll know about this. It's my formula for conscious success. And it's pretty simple on the surface. It's our individual energy, plus our unique gifts, plus the need of the time. This is true self-success. The last bit, the need of the time, this is a really important piece of the professional puzzle as I see it. Because I believe true and evolutionary success exists in service. Here's me talking more about it in lesson four of my first course. When we take our awareness of our not-self and our individualized self, so this is the me and the I, and we place it on the need of the time, success is no longer tied to us personally. Instead, it's tied to our ability to help, to serve, and to evolve. Egoic success has us looking both down and inward. I want this job at that company. I want this amount of money. I want to be known for X and celebrated for Y. I want to be at the top and I'm rigidly attached to things like my title and what my Instagram bio says. But true self-success forces us to look up and out. It expands our worldview and it has seeking energy. We start looking for ways to be useful and additive. We know our strengths and we apply them to roles, businesses and industries that want to leave the world, people and things in a better place. We spot systemic and societal problems and challenges more easily and we begin to see ourselves as part of the solution. We begin to engage with nature or the universe and we start asking it to use us, to put us to work. We become positive and progressive agents of change. And listen, this doesn't necessarily mean quitting the job or the industry we're in. We might discover how we can bring the essence of who we are to the path that we're on. So maybe you hear that and you think, yeah, great. But how do I figure out the need and how will I find the courage to take the leap or make the change and what am I even good at? Well, get ready to learn. This podcast is evolving into a more practical tool to help you navigate the interconnectedness of your true self with your profession. Because I realized that It's helped so many of us make contact with our true self, but now what? We've reclaimed our ambition, but where do we direct it and how? Who needs what we have to give right now? So we're going to learn through other people's stories. 
my guests and I will be having honest conversations about the new definitions of success, about deprogramming and upgrading, about the wisdom and the work. How do we increase our adaptation energy for when things feel scary and unclear professionally? We're also going to talk about the moment we realized we couldn't keep using our gifts and skills in the ways we had been. And on those, we're going to talk about how we got clear on them. Also conscious career changes. What do they look like? And then where do we place our ambition when we move into new seasons like parenthood? How do we build a brand or grow a business that succeeds in parallel to our values, not in opposition to them? How can we make our money important and remain deeply seated in our integrity? How do we find the right role that allows us to use our gifts in an evolutionary way? What knowledge do we need to confidently leap into the unknown? And for the leaders, how do we evolve into a conscious leader? And what impact does conscious leadership have on an organization and its people? And then there's creativity and taking responsibility for what we choose to create. And then back on the money, I feel like it's money versus all the other things we can earn at the intersection of our true self and our career. Like how much money is enough? And yes, maybe you guessed it. Instead of me asking my guests who they are when they're sitting in their true self, I'll be asking what true self-success looks like for them. Because we need more examples. More people proving that making contact with their essence doesn't mean abandoning their professional ambition. Because the truth is, our spirituality actually fortifies the way we're in the world. It doesn't isolate us from it. So today and moving forward, offline is an invitation to get serious about meeting your highest potential. It's an invitation to align your state of consciousness with how you choose to make a living. It's a resource for people who are evolving beyond the traditional ideals of success and instead exploring professional pathways that are more aligned to their true nature, their gifts and their passions. Offline is true self and conscious success. And our learning tools include this podcast, as well as online courses and experiences and journeys conscious career and business coaching, leadership coaching, and so much more to come. You'll also see a beautiful development of Offline's visual identity. I hope you love it, and I also hope you find moments to call this work your own. Offline is a professional development pathway for conscious people on their way. It's all for you, for us. Thank you for being here and I hope this season helps you.